Welcome to Okaboji Broadcast, everybody. A bright, sunny day in the Iowa Great Lakes. I'm Jeff Thee here. We're at Claire Wilson Park, newly renovated thanks to Imagine Okaboji, Imagine Iowa Great Lakes. A very dear friend of mine, Mr. Aubrey LaFoy, is here with us today. He's got his eighth book that has just come out. It is entitled Over the Waterways of the Iowa Great Lakes. Aubrey, thanks for taking some time with me, my friend. Thank you. You know, you and I have even got talking about history. You and I got a little history together. Years ago when I started Lakes Television, you and I and Claire J.D. Coster went all around the lakes area and produced a lakes history show. Right. That was a lot. You know what? And I think I've always been kind of a history nut, but talking to you and Claire and listening to you and you being a former teacher, even a dimwit like me, could not help but learn from your passion and your love for this area and knowing where things were and, 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 and the history behind it. So we had a lot of fun doing that. Okay. Let us talk about, uh, and I just want to list down some of your books here before we go any further. Down Memory Lane of the Iowa Great Lakes, Meandering Down Memory Lane of Iowa Great Lakes, Iowa Great Lakes Revisited, Strolling Down Memory Lane of the Iowa Great Lakes, Reminiscing about the Iowa Great Lakes, and Smoke Over the Waters of the Iowa Great Lakes. Right. Uh, you're kind of a prolific writer, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> but let's talk about this one. You told me we were emailing and you said uh, you've been researching this for a couple years? At least two years. At yes. least two years? Yes. Well, let's talk about this book and I would think you already had printed everything about the Iowa Great Lakes, but yeah. now we've got this one. Tell us about it, Aubrey. Well, no, that's one thing so unique about this area that there are so many things going on around here, you never get all the history. No. And I, every time I did, well, I don't have, but well, yes, I'll go back there and look that over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's something new there. Just example, like, like uh, right where we're sitting now, that uh, is uh, called the Claire Wilson Park. Right. And uh, it was started uh, way back in the 30s by the o Okaboja Protective Association. Right. And the uh, president at that time was Claire Wilson. And uh, they uh, thought, well, I can remember that was just a mess. People threw old stoves and refrigerators and boats and everything else right below all this nice place we got today. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you come by here and say, gee, that looks terrible. Well, anyway, the OPA uh, along, and they got Fred Wilson with the boat works here to supervise it, and they put all all this landfill over on the top of it. And uh, there's actually, when I wrote the book about the steamboats, there's one of the steamboats down in, underneath here, all this stuff, that was called the Sunbeam. Sunbeam. No kidding. Yeah. It was one used up quite a... Uh, quite extensively up in Spirit Lake when they used to have their uh, Chautauqua meetings up there. Okay. And uh, it hauled people back and forth uh, from the highway there over to the Chautauqua, which now is Gilbert Park. Right. That's right. Okay. So, you know, you just get started on one thing and it just leads to another and, and, and you know, <laughs> and there you go. So. You know, when I was talking to Jonathan Reed last week, I, I just made the comment, every square inch, every square foot has got history in it. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it's just amazing when you think about it. So let's talk more about uh, this book, because you told me, Aubrey, that uh, you're talking about resorts, personalities, bridges, and even the exploration of the lakes area. Yes. Well, 
as you uh, as we're sitting here right now uh, Dixon County is divided up into two parts and one is the south part and the other is the north part right and that our uh, embryo cord for the, between the two is right here we're standing right in the middle of we're it right aren't in we? the middle of it and if this is not you know if you can't get through the bridge up here at Okaboja the bridge you're in trouble <laughs> you know you're we're stuck down in Milford or the Arles Park you have to go clear around the west side of the lake or clear around the east side <laughs> of the lake and I, I got a good story about that in 1929 they tore out the uh, last swing bridge which was over at the Okaboja Bridge here. Sure. And uh, my grandfather, his name was Sam Holcomb, uh, lived down in Milford and he had some business to do up at Spirit Lake. Well Sam wasn't the most patient guy in the world <laughs> so he came here and here's the roadblock. So what did Sam do <clears throat> at this time? It was the railroad, Milwaukee Railroad went through here sure. and so I. So Sam drove his I believe it was a Model A. He drove it across the railroad <laughs> trestle of the Spirit Lake. Now that makes a good story, but uh, I never heard how he got back. <laughs> <laughs> Made his own bypass. <laughs> I don't know. And, and when, I was, when I was an Indian, World War II, uh, I thought of that because I one day I was driving a truck, and we were on a kind of a convoy. We came along in India. And here was a, uh, a road, and the road ended right up at a, at a trestle. And the trestle was about a quarter of a mile long. You know, we kind of, now what do you do now? Well, the guy said, well, we'll <laughs> drive across that trestle. Well, I, I thought of my grandfather all the time. I was bump, 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 <laughs> you know, going across that. And then the other way, the other road picked up. Well, we learn by, uh, by watching sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, that's what them guys, they said, well, you know, that's got to be a deal. I said, well, my grandfather did it, so you might as well. Okay. <laughs> the worst thing about it was one fella, at the same time, he drove a, a horse and buggy across there, and he got about a third of the way over, and he thought, what am I doing out here with my horse? <laughs> you know? But by golly, he made it, though. He, he got across, he didn't try to yeah, throw the horse yeah. in reverse and get out of there. <laughs> no, huh? he couldn't, couldn't turn around. Anyway, oh. so that's, that's why these little stories are out here. And I have always maintained that you go around, you know, West Okaboja or East, too, and you, t you pick any cottage along the whole area, and there's a history on each one of those. Yeah. Uh, and Art Bascom used to be an old realtor, and Art Bascom uh, on most on the east side of West Okaboja, he could tell you about every cottage, what was in it, what, you know, and, and, and so on like that. He was a ad encyclopedia. Yeah. Uh, except that one day, I, he and a, a, a Ledoux, when they opened up the Brooks Golf Course over here, okay. he and uh, Mr. Ledoux decided they'd be the first ones to play that course. So boy, they got up at four o'clock in the morning and to get in line so they could play at the first. Well, they they, they played the Brooks up there, and uh, I don't you know. And so after all through, you know, Art with his encyclopedia mind, I said, "And what was your score, Art?" <laughs> uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one thing I do. I uh, at my age, I'm missing all those early people that were around the lake here you know they I used to uh, ask uh, Fred Wilson's wife uh, 
questions, you know, or people like that. And they aren't around anymore. They can't. But so that's one advantage I have been getting 95 is there not too many around that can contradict me anymore. <laughs> if they challenge you, you can say, how old are you? Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. But that also, Aubrey, that makes a, a point of how important it is with this book, your previous seven documenting and, and finding the factual information uh, to pass on to the next generations of the Iowa Great Lakes. Well, there's, there's just a, you know, people have asked me, how can you find so much? Well, I, to me, there's never, ending you uh, think and that's like in this book here I took uh, bridges now you know uh, Dixon County has more lakes in it it has 22 lakes and most people don't even know they know East Okaboja Spirit Lake and West Okaboja and, uh, maybe Center Lake or something like that yeah. but but there's a lot more than that there's you know 22 lakes in it not only that there's a according to the Dixon County engineers there's 68 bridges in Dixon County. Is that right? Yeah. 68 bridges around and, the area. You know, because there's a lot of creeks and there's uh, oh, uh, rivers and everything else, you know. Yeah. Uh, one thing, uh, talk about that, uh, uh, there was the swing bridge, which was down here, was taken out in 1929. Okay. And it was put down uh, on the uh, little Sioux River down here by the uh, Lutheran church that's down south of Milford, you know, okay. a little bit farther down on that river there. And it uh, was there for a long time in pretty good shape. And then a heavy rain came and it kind of got, but anyway, uh, Frank Hammond's Butch Parks rescued the thing and now he has it over here in the Parks Marina. Sitting there, yeah, right yeah, on the so, uh, east end of the marina. Right, there. right, so you know, that's, uh, and you know, and I forgot to think. Now I was born in '25, and they was that was taken out in in '29. Uh, then I must have gone across that, you know, yeah. sw swing bridge. Sure. Uh, but of course, who can remember when they're three or four years old? Yeah. Well, like my folks did a lot of visiting and so on. You know, I have, they had relatives up in uh, Spirit Lake. Uh, the weeds that live on the south end of Big Spirit Lake was my. Uh, grandmother uh, Georgia Hookham it was her sister okay. okay you know like that yeah just and it's amazing the the connections that you have yeah you know throughout this area how long did you teach Aubrey I taught uh, 36 years 36 years and that was all in the Okaboji school no system? I didn't I taught uh, three years out in Greeley Colorado where oh. I w went out to get my master's degree okay and I got it my aunt that in 19 uh, 1950. Okay. I taught in Greeley there for three years, but then I and Connie, we, we just couldn't stay away from here. You Had know. to get back to Okaboji. Well, not in that much. She, Connie's an only child, and uh, her folks missed her, and my father had just passed away. Okay. He was only 57. Oh, my know. goodness. Sure. Yeah. Had aneurysm on his aura, but uh, they, uh, we, we moved back, and then we thought, well, where should we go? Well, I had a friend of mine, uh, one of the Northy girls, who taught over to Mason City, and she, on a Christmas card, she said there was a vacancy there. Ah. So I uh, wrote and asked for an application, and we, anyway, make a long story short, I got into the Mason City School District. Okay. And then I taught there in the Junior's High School for 25 years. 
But then I decided I, I just didn't want to stay there that five or six more years. So I came back over here to the lakes and uh, I got a job over to Esterville. And then I taught Esterville the last seven or eight years. Okay, all right. Go back and forth. So. Well, at one point did you start thinking, you know, someone has to start documenting the history of the lakes area yeah. to the degree that you have with eight books. Well, I tell you one day, Milford was having their centennial. Okay. I think it was in 92. Okay. And uh, I met uh, Doris Hemphill just walking across the street and there was Doris. And she said, Aubrey, she said, I've been writing little history articles about Milford. Do you think you could write a couple? I said, yeah, I guess I'll, I could write a couple. So, uh -huh. so I wrote three or four and then uh, about, his, about Milford down there. Of course, that's where I was born. I grew up and I knew a lot about it. So then uh, there were two young ladies that were running the Milford Mail at that time, and they said, Aubrey, you know, that was so well refeed. Why don't you uh, continue writing? So I thought, oh, well, yeah. So anyway, so I said, okay. Uh, so I wrote an article every week for oh, at least 10 years. Right. And then uh, after that, then moved up to Dixon County News, and then uh, I started writing for the Okabojan. I'm still still writing. Still writing, yeah. And I I think I probably have about a thousand articles oh my that gosh. I have about the you know. And, and, I, and on the way, I've collected uh, postcards, pictures, and so on. This this book, by the way, has uh, two hundred and seventeen uh, photos in in the, in the book. Oh my goodness! So, and uh, some of the articles in there I think are really interesting. Uh, there's you know, growing up in Milford, I didn't know all that much about Spirit Lake. Right. You know, when I was a kid, that's, you know, it's like today, if you're going to drive to Des Moines, that would be like about thinking from Milford to Spirit Lake. Is, well, exactly. You know, yeah. it, was, it, it wasn't just the quick hop in the no, car and no, zoom up the no. highway and boom, you're in Spirit Lake. Yeah. yeah. But it any, was a trip. Anyway, I got to looking at Spirit Lake and you can't get to the north end of Spirit Lake to like many walk on park up there. Right. Uh, without going over a bridge at Sandbar. There's two bridges there now. Yeah. Well, that's one thing. Well, on that west side, there used to be a, they call a Bruff, Buffalo Run bridge there. Okay. It was tore down about 1910, I think, or something like that. And uh, culvert, there's a culvert there now. It goes in the hottest lake there and, and so on like that. Well. So there's a number of places in the north end of Big Spirit, and uh, like, well, that leads one thing to another. The Mini Wacon Park, that's the story all by itself. Yeah. It was built by the CCC boys in 1933. Right, right during the Depression. Yeah, right there. And then, then they had uh, to get across uh, the, there from uh, west to east, they put in the North Shore Road. It's, it's, that's all fill. You know, it's yeah. that road yeah. there now, and uh, makes it real well. And they blacktop it, and you can, and you can fish on both sides of it. And you know, it's a really a wonderful thing. But I, I started well now. <clears throat> I started uh, researching that and uh, trying to find out how where to get the fill. I never could find out where they uh -huh. got the fill from right around there someplace, mm -hmm. and the trucks that they used. And a good friend of mine, Steve Avery, uh, kind of clued me into what. The dump trucks were, you know, they weren't the dump trucks we got today. Right. 
But anyway, they put the fill in there and uh, was done by uh, uh, a company out of Sioux City. Okay. But they but they did it so like that. I mean, and just imagine, you know, you say oh. they're not like the dump trucks today. Any idea how much time it took them to to do that project? Actually, actually it, uh, they got it all done in one one summer. Wow. And then, uh, then they had the CCC boys who were at the mini walk on there. Okay. They have participated in uh, rip wrapping and doing some work there too. Okay. They also built a bridge <coughs> that goes across uh, from mini walk on park over to the other side. And at that time, it was the water was low. I mean, all the lakes were just terribly low. Right. And they built that bridge. In fact, they built two bridges. Another bridge, they just like it, was built over Gillies Beach. Okay. But it only lasted about three or four years because the water came up and, you know, it was yeah, gone. Yeah, and it was gone. It sat there for a while. Uh, but uh, so did, did a lot of those uh, CCC projects simultaneous, like Gulf State Park and so forth, did they all kind of in the same time stream or were some of them set yeah, apart? Yes, the CCC boys were down in Milford uh, at Camp Okabuja. It was on the north end of Milford. Okay. And uh, that's where they were. They would be oh, well over a hundred and some young men there. Wow. And that was quite, you know, it was quite a deal because they could, from 18 to 21, that was the age of those yeah. fellas, uh, young guys, and they could, uh, they furnished them uh, a place to stay and food, and uh, they gave them old army uniforms, and uh, they got $30 a month. And uh, most of them only kept about five or six bucks, and they, most of them sent the rest of it home. Yeah. So they're, you know, that didn't have a lot of money to, yep. to spend, but I, I can rem vaguely remember them uh, in there, but they never caused any trouble. I mean, they, they were up to the north end up there and yeah. so on like that. Amazing and interesting times. And so any surprises in this book that might catch somebody? I didn't know that. Well, one one really surprised me. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this facetiously, but when they were trying to, prior to 1933, there was no property on the lake that was, they were, it was all owned by private citizens. There was no place for the public to go. Right. Except Arnold's Park and Terrace Park or something like that, you know. And so that was a really a step forward was to try to get a state park. And when they got uh, Gull Point over there, uh, they uh, fit, fit around and tried to get, and a lot of the money, they raised this money and uh, they uh, had a, uh, oh yeah, name it, I lost the name, but he's a, anyway, uh, he owned a lot of that property over there. Okay. And uh, when they got all through it, he gave them a good share of the lakefront for, at the goal point for, for $1. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, and then they bought four or five lots right on, uh, right on goal point which extended the park as it is today. Sure. So if you can imagine, it was well over f five or 600 lakeshore pro lake Yikes. property there. 
at, for the, the price that they paid for it. And you think of today when it's uh, <laughs> I can't even comprehend, Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> I got my, I got my calculator out and I figured it out. But, you know, it, I don't have enough fingers and toes. I, I know yeah, that much. I mean, you that know, out. it's millions of dollars that it'd be worth today. Yeah. And the same way is true. They, uh, they over at Pikes Point. That was a about a year earlier. They had uh, the um, Iowa Fish and Game right. uh, bought that property, and I remember talking to a fellow here in, in uh, Arnold's Park that uh, worked on that. And they had they they kind of interesting. They didn't pay him in money. They gave him kind of uh, oh what would you just call them. Uh, Coupons or oh. something like that, and that's that's how they worked it out. But um, anyway, I mean, those are just those little things. And like, talk about Pikes Point. At one time, that's where the first Okaboja uh, yacht club was. Okay, that's where it started. Okay. Yeah, and, and in fact, there's a couple of the old uh, pilings still over there on the south side of the of Pikes Point. There. Yeah. I went up, got some pictures of them, so on like that. Well, like we said, every step you take, every stroke you take out in the lake there, yeah, there's yeah. history here and you've covered a lot of it in your eight books this yeah, one is yeah. o over the waterways of the iowa great lakes where's it available aubrey uh, you can buy it at the both of the museums uh, the uh, maritime museum and the dixon county museum and it is at uh, the barn swallow and uh, books and things okay and they can also buy it from me if they'll if they need to get, uh, get yeah, a hold of you, give me twenty-five bucks, and I'll <laughs> I'll send it to you, and that pays for the postage and the uh, tax. Okay. So like, we'll, we'll will you, will you sign a little Aubrey Lafoy? Oh yeah, I'll sign. Any, I'll yeah. put anything on you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aubrey, my friend, I I thank you for your your passion for the history of our our beautiful area. Uh, thank you for your dedication to teaching. And I thank you for your your service to our country as well. Oh, well, it's it's a it's a labor of love because I just uh, love to do it. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things you can't do when you're 95. You can't run races. You can't bicycle. <laughs> you can't do a lot of it. But you can do a lot of research. And research today is uh, oh much easier than it was 10 or 15 years sure. ago. Yep. With the internet and the Google and that, you know, you can get pictures, you can get information. And uh, when I first started, I spent a lot of time in the Spirit Lake Library looking at their old, what do you call them, films and so on like sure, that. Yeah, the microfilms. Microfilms. Yeah. Oh, I have another one. I was interesting, a uh, little family history, but I was going through that and I got way back about 1903. I was looking for something and. Here was a little article that friends and relatives and would are would be saddened to hear of the death of Lou Holcomb. He died in um, the state of Mississippi. Mississippi. What, what's my great grandfather doing in Mississippi? Well, his name is Lou Holcomb. They homesteaded up on the east side of Big Spirit Lake. Right. And then uh, he was sheriff one term here, but then he took his family and went first to Kansas. Then he was in the Oklahoma land rush. Oh, oh my gosh. And I visited some of our relatives down there in Oklahoma too. And you know, you think, why would they leave here and go down there? <laughs> <laughs> but they did. And they did. But anyway, uh, uh, as, a, as a little kid, you hear, the, you can feel things, you know, you don't. But I remember talking about my great grandfather and it was kind of 
quiet. Nobody said a whole lot, you know. Okay. Well, anyway, I think uh, Lou uh, left his family and went with some buddy okay. down in the state of Mississippi. That's where he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even our own family history can yeah, be kind of interesting. Well, family yeah. history is just, that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you sharing it all with us, Aubrey. And you got another one in mind? You got a ninth book in your head? Uh, well, I've been thinking about one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just have to look forward to that. My friend, thank you, you betcha, for taking yeah. time with me. And uh, thank you for all that you do with our history the, of our beautiful Iowa Great Lakes. Oh, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a gem. We just had a fellow here from uh, Mesa, Arizona for a couple of days. He, he was from... Uh, New York, and then he's in Arizona, and he said, "I didn't know anything like this was in, you know." I, he said, "I, I did Iowa. I didn't think it had anything, you know, except cornfields, corn and beans." beans. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and we're so lucky we do, aren't we? All right, Aubrey Lafoy has been our guest. Uh, the, his book again is called "Over the Waterways of the Iowa Great Lakes." That's book number eight. Look for the previous seven. You can find them different places, and Aubrey will be happy to get you a copy as well. We thank Aubrey Lafoy for being here with us. We thank you for watching us right here on Okaboji Broadcast. Okaboji Broadcast with Jeff V is brought to you in part by the headquarters of the University of Okaboji is at the Three Suns, open Monday through Saturday 10 to 5 and Sunday noon to 4. Last Touch Painting and Cleaning, providing interior, exterior, and house painting and professional cleaning services in Spirit Lake. Okaboji Mattress Company, one mile west of the junction of Highway 9 and 71 in Spirit Lake. Bank Midwest, dream big, plan wisely, live well and Duckies Marine and Motorsports Repair in Spirit Lake. Lakes Regional Healthcare and Avera Partner, Brands Law Office in Spirit Lake. Ruthven Locker, where carnivores are welcome on Hill Avenue in Spirit Lake. Back Engineering in Spirit Lake, B Radiant Laser Skin Studio, newly located in the Okaboji Plaza in Okaboji. And by Quest Wealth Management, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, advisors Jan Spielman, AJ Spielman, and Erica Walkholes.